day two of VMware Explorer Barcelona, and man, the announcements today were, were there were quite a few announcements today, John. You know, um, I, I love hearing about steady state operations, but I also like to think about, you know, what happens when things go wrong? You know, fire, <laughs> flood, blood. Fire, flood, blood, that's absolutely right. Yeah, no, we're talking disaster recovery, and we've got the experts with us. Uh, we've got from our very own business group, Mark Schwang, Senior Director of Product Marketing. Mark, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Pete, glad to be here. And Senior Director of Product Management, uh, Amit Sinha. Amit, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So lots of announcements today on the general session. Uh, obviously, disaster recovery was a big topic. What were the, what were the key ones? Well, you know, I mean, disaster recovery definitely top of mind for us. But really, where our focus was was the disaster that all organizations are dealing with, which is modern ransomware. Yeah. So that's really where we wanted to announce some innovations to help customers solve this very thorny problem. Yeah, it used to be disaster recovery was, you know, tornadoes, as John likes to say, fire, flood, blood, but boy, we need to add a new acronym that has ransomware in there for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's something to where it's, it's not just, you know, thinking about the traditional kinetic events that can happen, but also these actors who are actively trying to make money off of you for getting to patch. You know, it used to just, I feel like a lot of old cyber attacks, it felt like eh, some bored teenagers would get in, you know, in the early 2000s, maybe they might delete something, but now they're, this active hostage situation, this, it does not sound like a fun situation at all. Yeah, you're absolutely right. In fact, ransomware itself has changed so much and has become so sophisticated that it's very difficult for people to keep up with it. Yeah, it, it's a, it's an entire business. It's it's a revenue stream for many people. <laughs> I, I was just talking to you know one of our uh, VMware friends uh, yesterday, and his uh, mortgage is with Mr. Cooper. It's a U.S. Oh, yeah, company. Yes. I, he can't pay his mortgage right now because oh. they got taken out. Wow. Is that what he told you, or he just doesn't want to pay his mortgage? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to find out. But <laughs> Yeah, so what were the big announcements today? Well, I'll start with one, and maybe you could go with the other one. Um, I mean, we're just looking for ways to be even more proactive, or help customers to be even more proactive. So that's why we announced a tech preview of intelligent threat detection. And it's a set of capabilities that help customers to be able to see more earlier um, specifically, we have one set that the team's actively working on that's all about how can I take my snapshot, boot them up in an isolated environment, and proactively scan them on a very aggressive mode so that it complements what you're already doing in the production EDR. Um, so if you could find it before it uh, actually starts encrypting, then obviously you've just saved yourself a ton of headache. Well, what I like about this just from an architectural basis is this is all happening on secondary storage that's not my production storage. When you, you know, antivirus uh, scan storms are a thing where, you know, you, why don't, you know, it's, you know, we joke about this sometimes with our laptops of like, oh yeah, I've got the new uh, 12 core uh, Mac, so that way six cores can be devoted to EDR and background <laughs> scans and everything. But it, it's if we're gonna have all of the compute and the storage hit of that be offloaded, you know, to the cloud or and to ideally just someone else's hardware, yeah. um, that's got some real value. Uh, Cause it, you know, from having not just a backup line of defense, but also. Uh, that's, that's exactly right. And in the backup, uh, backup side, you can actually run much more aggressive policies when it comes to detection and scanning that you cannot do on production. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it's sure. a huge time savings as well, because right now, our current offering does that same scanning once you are uh, detected that you have been hit and you're in the recovery phase. 
but if we do all of this scanning earlier and proactively, then when you get to the recovery phase, you've already assessed uh, a good majority of your snapshots previously, which gives you a huge head start in identifying the right restore point to recover from. Yeah, yeah, your recovery becomes much faster, especially if you're talking about hundreds of VMs, thousands of VMs. Now, figuring out where in that chain out of the hundreds or thousands of snap points that you've kept, which ones the, you want the most recent because you don't want to lose data as much as possible, but also be able to find that. Um, and that's that's fun because you know, like we mentioned earlier, like these the resourcing that's kind of fun also that you're able to hit the older points because I understand these threats are kind of polymorphic; they're constantly evolving, and your existing tooling has you know 40 milliseconds to make a decision on allow, do not allow. Yeah. So if you can kind of leisurely go through with newer definitions and look at the older points, definitions that have come out since the snap was taken, you can go after them. Yeah, and there there is a lot of machine learning and AI. Uh, intelligence that's actually being run in the cloud which we use to be able to detect. So we bring up the VM, we use the EDR agent, we run it for some time and we are using all this intelligence behind the scene okay. which is able to actually figure out some of the latest uh, attacks that can happen. Okay, so Mark, intelligent threat detection, you, you, you said it was happening when you're creating snapshots. Is that the only time that this is actually running? Um, we have a complementary set of capabilities as well, where you know, no type of proactive measures, preventative measures can ever be 100% effective. Sure. So you've still just got to have different layers of defense. Uh, the other part of intelligent threat detection is if an encryption event does start, how can we help a customer to find that and understand it's happening as early as possible? Because if you can do that, then you're able to contain it yeah. before it spreads to a larger part of your estate. And many of these attacks actually happen on a long weekend because you know it's a three-day weekend, people are not watching their production systems, and you know, your backups are still happening, you know, with the, the VCDR ransomware recovery service is still working. And if we can detect it, we can inform the admins, the users that we see something fishy and they can go and stop that thing from spreading to other systems. It's just crazy to think that these people are so dubious that they're actually timing their attacks when everyone else is at the beach or doing things that are not available to actually right. fix it. it. That's really interesting to think about it like that. Yeah, please, if, if you're out there, please don't ruin my weekend, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> no, I, but I, but I, but yeah, I like the fact that looking for those those activities and being able to scan that out of bound, look for the file or the block activities, look for that. That's that's fun. Okay, so intelligent threat detection, that sounds good. What was the second announcement? So the second one that we are announcing is called VMware Live Recovery. So we are bringing our multiple offerings that we have uh, from a disaster recovery perspective as well as ransomware recovery perspective into one commercial offering. One simple, easy to use, flexible, offering for our customers. So we have a disaster recovery solution for site-to-site, self-managed customer uh, solution, which is SRM. We also have the VCDR ransomware recovery that we were just talking about. So this would be a common unified protection for our customers, which would be easy for customer to sort of consume and use. Ah, okay, so yeah, I, I've, I'm an old SRM guy from many years back, so you actually have a common interface for both SRM and VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery. 
Right. Ah. So this would this would also provide a common interface, and it'll be a common uh, skew, common uh, commercial uh, offering, a common license. Oh, it's a it's a common skew. Well, that, well, that see, makes sense. I I like anything that means fewer skews. That makes it easier and. You know these different these different implementations. Uh, you know they have unique capabilities or different RPOs, or RTOs, or retention cost models and things like that. But offering that as one solution lets the customer, you know, okay, I need disaster recovery, and then I guess go figure out, you know, after the fact, what they can they can move workloads between the two or things like that based on what the needs are from a recovery basis. Absolutely, because customers are trying to figure out how to optimize their cost, and when it comes to uh, having a disaster recovery environment on-prem, you know, that has additional cost. So they need to balance that, leverage some of their uh, disaster recovery needs using a DR2 cloud, which is more on-demand, more elastic, right. more flexible. So this provides them a way to sort of uh, adjust their usage based on their needs as they go along without really worrying about, you know, exactly planning on each of these solutions. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, you know, Raghu said it in the general session today. John and I had a session earlier today. We, you know, re, you know, we were asking our audience, polling our audience. You know, like, who is completely on cloud? Who is completely on premises? Nobody raises their hand. Everybody is multi-cloud, uh, and some folks have things on premises. Some folks have things in the cloud. So yeah, I like the idea from a management perspective as well to be able to manage everything within one interface, and certainly from a cost perspective. So yeah, I, like I mean, that. business conditions are just always constantly changing. Uh, sometimes you do it to yourself, right? But other times it's the threats are changing external to you as well. So we just feel like giving this flexibility to be able to adjust and adapt over time as opposed to feeling like you've got to make those decisions right up front. You know, it simplifies and uh, that, that, that flexibility for those changing conditions um, we think will be really helpful for the customers. I like oh. it, I like it. Short and sweet, two really big announcements today from VMware, uh, from the VMware Cloud Disaster Recovery, but from, from our whole disaster recovery portfolio. More information, where can we find more information? Uh, we definitely have our blogs, as well as just new information up on our website, so Excellent. people can head yeah. there. Links below, thanks for joining us, Mark and Amit, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank thanks you. Thanks, you guys. All right. Yeah.